It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is 7 News with Natalie Barr. Good morning. As we go to air, a new threat is brewing off the coast of Queensland. Cyclone USE is edging closer to Australia as it tracks south in the Coral Sea. It's expected to hover off the coast, bringing huge surf, powerful winds and heavy rain to the east coast. Further thunderstorms are forming off Queensland, which are set to drench already flooded regions. It's being labelled a once-in-a-generation storm and now New South Wales is picking up the pieces. This morning, tens of thousands remain without power. Road networks and public transport are heavily impacted, with people told to avoid unnecessary travel and insurance companies are counting the cost. Once waterfront properties, now waterlogged. This is so scary getting evacuated. Extreme tides swallowed up 25 metres of shore at Collaroy, with residents on edge as hazardous surf warnings continue today. It's been declared a catastrophe for property losses, a $45 million price tag so far, with claims set to spike. Almost 30,000 calls for help. Sydney siders have been warned to avoid all non-essential travel. Plan for using those bus services, I think, for several days maybe longer than that. Flooding also impacting construction projects. And despite Sydney's water reserves increasing by almost 50% inside a week, there's no update yet on when restrictions may be relaxed. It's too soon for us to even think about that at this stage. Further south, residents were evacuated for a second time in as many months. At Lake Conjola, locals say could have been avoided. Earth moving equipment yesterday opening up the lake to let out floodwaters. Work the community demanded last year. But in the face of devastation... Open seven days. <laughs> spirits are still high. Rachel Sullivan, 7 News. Australians are among 66 passengers to have tested positive for the deadly coronavirus on board a luxury cruise liner quarantined in Japan. The number of infected people on the ship now stands at 136, with fears the illness could spread rapidly among the 3,700 other passengers. It comes as British researchers publish a terrifying new map predicting the global spread of the virus. The graphic is based on the estimated 5 million Wuhan residents who fled during that critical two weeks before the outbreak city was placed under lockdown. Australia is among the top 10 destinations around the world who took in travellers from high-risk Chinese cities around the Lunar New Year. 
The restaurant empire of George Kalambaras has gone into administration just months after his business was rocked by a staff underpayment scandal. Administrators have been appointed, shutting down 18 restaurants and placing more than 500 jobs at risk. I thought they were coming out of a tough time and to hear that they, um, perhaps they're not is really, really shocking. Mr Kalambaras has just recently placed his luxury suburban mansion up for sale. Police are searching for a gang of six people who terrorised staff and customers at a Woolworths in Melbourne South East. The group stormed the store armed with knives before three brave customers confronted them. A gang of youths armed and dangerous. Cowardly attacking staff and customers at this Woolworths in Lyndhurst. They're accused of raiding the store, filling a trolley with groceries before pushing over a female worker and walking out without paying. She went at the end of the ground, yeah, she did. That's why I felt bad. It just kind of set me off. This customer followed the group and confronted them in the car park. Because something needs to be done. Simple as that. Two other customers joined the brawl before the gang fled, only to return 20 minutes later looking for revenge. They stormed the store, attacking another innocent man. As terrified staff hid in a storeroom, it's understood more customers got involved fighting the men as they fled the second time. Barnaby Joyce supporters have gone rogue, helping Labor vote in a Nationals defector as Deputy Speaker against the government's own candidate. Let's go live to political reporter Olivia Leeming in Canberra. This is deeply embarrassing for the government, Olivia. Yeah, and all a consequence of the failed leadership coup within the Nationals Party. The party still deeply divided under Michael McCormack. We saw a defector, Lou O'Brien, a strident supporter of Barnaby Joyce, quit the Nationals Party to only then be installed as Deputy Speaker, with at least five Nationals MPs voting with Labor against the wishes of the government and their own leader, rewarding a defector with a new prestigious position and a substantial pay rise, but really sending a a message to Nationals leader Michael McCormack uh, that Barnaby Joyce and his supporters, now relegated to the backbench after the spill, will be willing to cross the floor when they see fit. Here's some of what went down in Parliament. With two government members to choose from, I'm, I'm pleased to see that uh, government members full receive the full confidence of all members of the House, yeah. Mr Speaker. No amount of marketing or spin <laughs> can hide the humiliation for the government yeah. from that yeah. government. Yeah. The Prime Minister is still having to contend with this internal clash over energy policy with key nationals pushing for taxpayers to subsidise new investments in coal. Uh, we see as well this backlash to the $4 million feasibility study that's been announced into a new coal-fired power station in Collinsville in Queensland, uh, which has been welcomed by some, used to placate some members of the Nationals, but openly panned uh, by other members of the coalition. This debate over our energy makeup still far from resolved. Nat. OK, thanks, Olivia. Hundreds of mourners have gathered to farewell three children who were killed by a man charged with being drunk behind the wheel in Sydney's northwest. Abdullah siblings Anthony, Angelina and Sienna died alongside their cousin, Veronique Saker, while going on an evening walk at Oatlands on February the 1st. There was standing room only at the church service in Parramatta yesterday. Samuel Davidson is facing around 20 charges over the tragic incident. 
11-year-old Veronique will be farewelled at Strathfield today. Witnesses who spoke to the journalists behind the Teacher's Pet podcast have been barred from giving evidence at a committal hearing for accused murderer Chris Dawson. Chris Dawson is charged over the death of his wife Lynette, who disappeared in 1982. Witnesses who took part in the podcast were ruled out after Dawson's barrister raised concerns over contamination of evidence. He's pleaded not guilty to the charges. The hearing will resume today. There's been an angry confrontation outside a Sydney court where a coroner is investigating the death of a young woman, a suspected victim of catfishing. Renee Marsden took her own life hours after discovering the man she'd fallen in love with online was fake, his profile created by her best friend. She was Renee Marsden's best friend. You came into my home. My home, I trusted you. And this messy court encounter You're right. is the first time Renee's family has seen her since their daughter took her life seven years ago. Do you regret what happened? The forensic student was just 20 years old when she died at The Gap. I love you, Renee, forever. I don't know what to say anymore. She'd fallen in love with a man called Braden Spatiri. Despite never meeting him face to face, he told her he was in prison. They had a two-year relationship via text message. An inquest heard Renee had been romantically involved with Camilla Zidane, who became so obsessed with Renee, she set up the fake profile. Hours before Renee died, she received this text from Braden: I think I need a break and so do you. She then called Goulburn Jail and found he wasn't an inmate and never had been. Police don't believe Braden Spateri ever existed at all. Camilla Zidane has never admitted to making him up. She's said to have married and moved on with her life, but she'll be called to give evidence here this week. Renee's family is calling for catfishing to become a prosecutable crime. Jessica Ridley, 7 News. Well, with the Hollywood Awards season now over, the talk of this year's Oscar after parties was Parasite's surprise win for Best Picture. The film's director, Bong Joon-ho, celebrated the win at the Vanity Fair Bash alongside other winners, Renee Zellweger and Joaquin Phoenix. A-list actors and directors rubbed shoulders with reality TV stars, while Elton John, who took home his second Best Song Oscar, hosted his annual AIDS Foundation fundraiser. A massive clean-up is underway in the UK after Storm Kira caused widespread damage. There was flash flooding after towns were inundated with a month and a half's worth of rain in just 24 hours. A 58-year-old man was killed after a tree fell onto his car. The storm also caused havoc for travellers, with flights and trains delayed and roads cut off by floodwaters. A Qantas 787 bound for Perth was forced to return to Heathrow after its tail struck the ground while it tried to take off during the storm. The aircraft has been checked by engineers who say it suffered minor damage. The Solar Orbiter has begun its quest to study the sun after a successful liftoff. It's a combined mission between NASA and the European Space Agency. The aim is to capture the first images of the sun's elusive poles. These will help scientists learn more about the sun and its behaviour, but they won't get their first good look at the poles until 2025.
In a world first, Australian scientists are using patients' own stem cells to help unlock the secrets of heart attacks. The cells are used to 3D print mini hearts, which can be used as test beds for treatment. Two years ago, airline pilot Matthew Gray felt something strange. A pressure between his shoulder blades, the first signs of a heart attack. They found that I had three blocked arteries, two at over 90% and I needed to be stented right away. Breakthrough Australian research is now getting closer to preventing such attacks. Using stem cells from heart patients' skin or blood, they're making personalised bio-inks to 3D bio-print these remarkable mini human hearts. It is actually a, an exact replica of the human heart. So it becomes easier for us to check all the things which are happening in the human heart. When we have a heart attack, oxygen's cut off for a short time. Then it flows back, leading to a release of toxins in the coronary artery. Researchers did just that to the mini hearts. And we exposed these cells to the same conditions to mimic a heart attack in a test tube. If this research can forewarn people and prevent them having a heart attack, that's what we're aiming for. This is the type of groundbreaking research that we fund. We are encouraging people to wear red uh, to show your support for heart research. The beauty of this technology is that scientists can also test new and existing drugs on the mini hearts to see how individuals would react and the side effects. Helen Wellings, Seven News. An emotional David Warner has struggled to get through his acceptance speech after claiming cricket's top honour in Melbourne overnight. The Allen Border Medal recipient thanked his family and friends for their support during his 12-month ban. First and foremost, my mum and dad. Um, I know I've let you guys down in the past, but you guys always stick by my side, and I really appreciate that. And my brother. Um, my wife, as I said before, my rock, um, you are absolutely amazing. Elise Perry claimed her third Belinda Clark award. Canberra Raiders recruit Curtis Scott's hopes of being free to play in round one have received a boost. Scott's legal team has been successful in convincing New South Wales police to provide the NRL integrity unit with body cam vision of Scott's arrest on Australia Day. In my view, a balanced a consideration of that footage should uh, ensure that uh, Mr Scott is not stood down. And more good news for the Raiders. Reigning Clive Churchill medalist Jack Whiten is staying in Canberra. The Raiders will announce a four-year contract extension worth $3 million this week. Melbourne Storm has sent a warning to former Sydney Swan Nick Davis ahead of his NRL Nines debut. The 2005 AFL Premiership player has come out of retirement to play Rugby League Nines for the Sydney Roosters in Perth. If you see him, you'll line him up? Yeah, I think maybe I'll might spot him up and have a run at him, but uh, don't tell him that. It's a game of football, you want to go there to win, so if it comes my way, so uh, looking forward to giving him a, yeah, a good run for his money, yeah. <laughs> The $1 million tournament starts on Friday. Gun Melbourne defender Stephen May has suffered another knee setback and will miss at least a week of training. Teammate Max Gorn jogged laps yesterday despite sporting a knee brace only 24 hours ago and is hopeful of playing at least one pre-season game. Port Adelaide vice-captain Ollie Wines has returned home to Adelaide post-shoulder surgery and has told Seven News he is lucky the injury wasn't more serious. It was a contest that I do a lot and I got myself into an unfortunate position and 
um, there wouldn't be too many shoulders that would stay in their joints from what I caught. Ollie will likely miss the first month of the season. Despite a shaky start to their AFLW season, the Crows insist they can get back on track and have another tilt at a Premiership. We've done it before. Our team's shown that we've got the resilience to lose round one and then go on to win um, most of the games after that. So um, we'll take that on board and trust all my team that we've got the resilience to do it. Midfielder Anne Hatchard has been nominated as Player of the Week for her record-breaking 34-possession game. The Matildas are a step closer to qualifying for the Tokyo Olympics after a 6-0 thumping of Thailand in Sydney. Emily Van Egmond opened the match with two late goals prior to the break before netting her first international hat-trick in the second. The Aussies pressed home their advantage with Kaya Simon bagging a double. Three goals in about... The Aussies take an unbeaten China on Thursday night. Taking a look at the weather right around the country, troughs and onshore winds across eastern parts of Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria and Tasmania look to continue bringing showers and areas of rain. A broad trough across parts of WA, the Northern Territory and Northern Queensland should trigger showers and storms. A tropical cyclone over the Coral Sea may move southwest. Looking at the capitals today, showers in Brisbane, a shower or two in Sydney, showers increasing in Canberra, a possible shower in Melbourne today, rain will clear in Hobart, mostly sunny if you're in Adelaide, partly cloudy in Perth, and a possible shower or storm in Darwin today. That is Seven's early news for this Tuesday, the 11th of February. I'm Natalie Barr. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.